0: my fellow detectives, welcome back to Star Notes, aka my diary, where I examine my world for clues that lead to further self-liberation. It's Lexi, and we are on entry two, Spontaneity Needs Stability. We will be talking about comfort zones, FOMO, aka fear of missing out, as well as emotional fulfillment. So these themes have been coming up, and I'm sure a lot of you can relate when I say that it feels like I'm not doing enough. I've been in Hawaii for a little bit now and I'm not having crazy adventures or going to the beach every day and it feels like I'm missing out. And about two weeks ago, I was just getting cooped up and I needed to do something. And luckily I made a friend with this girl who happens to have a moped and I went on the moped for the first time with her as we rode down the east side of the island along the coastline and that was by far probably the most magical day of my life. I could feel the world just rushing through me and I truly felt alive. There's really nothing like just going, I don't know, 40 miles per hour and you're just fully immersed outdoors. You just feel the wind in your hair and just, I don't know, it feels like, you know, you're the main character of a movie. And since that experience, I have been seeking ways to get that feeling again. And I realized that fear has been holding me back from experiencing a lot of beauty in my life. When I was hanging out with my friend, we were discussing our lives and she has such a fun outlook on life and really goes where the wind takes her. She's experienced a lot of adventure, and I found that really admirable, and I realized how sheltered I felt in comparison. I never thought of myself of being afraid to take risks, but fear and limiting beliefs sneaks up on you in really quiet ways, and I'm paying more attention now to when I stop myself from doing something because it'll make me uncomfortable. I've spent a good couple of years really building a sanctuary for myself within my body and the multiple spaces I've been occupying so going outside of that feels like I'm betraying my sense of security and since I've been in Hawaii I've been wanting to explore more um, because it's a beautiful place with a lot of um, places where you can go by yourself and experience nature but certain things prevent me like the pandemic and also the fact i have no transportation of my own i have to rely on other people to get where i need to go and i've attached a lot of my freedom to having a car and since my car is on the mainland i don't have that sense of freedom anymore so after my moped adventure i decided that i was gonna take my joy into my own hands and rent a moped Mind you, I've never been able to balance on literally anything. It could be it could be anything like roller skates, roller blades, skateboards, ice skates, um, even bikes I've had a little bit of trouble with. Um, I've struggled with my balance, not for lack of trying. And this moped thing really is a big deal. You know, it was a big deal. So I go to the rental place and The guy gives me a lesson on how to ride and I'm nervous, but I'm hopeful. I watched a lot of YouTube videos beforehand so I could feel a little bit prepared, but I mean, that thing is tricky to learn, at least in a couple hours. And I noticed all of this fear and just lack of trust that was coming up when I was learning how to ride. It felt scary to lift my feet off the ground and just trust that I was going to balance on the scooter. And, you know, eventually I thought I was starting to get the hang of it, but I was definitely not ready to go on the road. Um, But next thing, you know, I know I'm swerving and losing control and I fell and crashed. And that was slightly traumatizing and very embarrassing. Um, A lot of people saw me and I, you know, I probably won't have to see them again, but it's still kind of an embarrassing thing to fuck up in front of that many people. And so I returned the moped, I got a refund, and I went home with very bruised legs and an even more bruised ego. I was so upset that I gave up and that I didn't get the hang of it as quickly as other people do, but, At the same time, I was proud that I did something that was so outside of my comfort zone. And then I started examining what areas of my life I still hold fear or resistance to, and a lot of it has to do with athleticism whether it be sports or hiking or dancing, anything that involves my body having to perform at an optimal level, I avoid. And this goes back to gym class growing up and how traumatizing that can be, and also my asthma getting in the way of my performance. I'm sure a lot of you can relate to that fear of being judged for your athletic ability growing up, you know, not being fast enough or strong or skilled enough. and it really affects your sense of self-worth and I'm doing more reflection about that with my therapist and with myself and how to let myself not be good at something. So a big takeaway for me was don't avoid things that you aren't good at. Let yourself try something that you're curious about even though you won't get it perfect the first time. Of course, honor your discomfort and don't do things you have no interest in and things that make you feel unsafe. Like if you don't enjoy soccer and you just aren't good at it as well, then just don't do it. Um, And that's the case for me. But, and and I know sometimes our enjoyment levels correlate to how good we are at something, but you know when you're avoiding an activity because you fear failing versus when you're avoiding it because you just don't like it. Um, If there's something you want to try or something that piques your interest, just look into it, try it, make mistakes, let yourself be messy. We talked about this in the last episode about perfectionism, how my need to control prevents me from being human. And our humanness isn't pretty all the time, and you don't have to prove yourself to anyone. But moving on, I realized that when you're learning something, take it at your own pace. When I was learning to ride the moped, I was trying to get good as quickly as possible instead of being intentional with it. And I put this unfair timeline on this whole thing when I just didn't need to. It was so unrealistic and it didn't honor at all the time that I personally need to be comfortable with something. So honor your timelines, people. (laughs) Now I want to talk more about adventure and FOMO and spontaneity and what freedom needs to thrive, and by the title you may already know, but it needs stability, a good foundation to work off of. If you want to go out, explore, do spontaneous things, One, that that desire should come from genuine thirst for adventure and not FOMO, and two, it feels the most rewarding when you have a safe, calm space to return to, whether that be a literal home or your own grounding practices it's really important that your basic needs are met. And I mean shelter, food, water, healthcare, which means that yes, there is privilege that comes with being able to do whatever you want. That is nothing to be guilty or shameful of, but it brings things into perspective because the first priority with anything is feeling safe so that you can do the things that have some level of risk to it even if it's as simple as going to try a new restaurant. For that, you need money, transportation, and healthcare in case you get food poisoning. So the main point that I'm making is to ensure that you have built a solid foundation for yourself, a routine, grounding practices, whatever brings you peace and security, and also bring an intentional um, living, you know, to your lifestyle so that when, things do pick up when surprises and fun opportunities open up to you you can really focus your full attention on it balancing that yin and yang energy is key and i find myself to be in yin a very feminine and introspective feely energy a lot and i notice that my restlessness uh, comes from a lack of movement that yang energy Uh, So this week actually I I had no classes so I planned out activities you know and different restaurants I wanted to try this week and I either walked or took the bus or got a lift there Um, and I also went to a cat cafe which was amazing and so wholesome and I had amazing food highlights of this week. I went to an amazing uh, vegan restaurant and they had this purple bao bun with ingredients from local farms. Saturday I got a vegan pizza from What It Dough and I also got vegan donuts, which I pre-ordered because they're exclusive and um, there's a lot of really unique flavors and they're from Little Vessels Co. So I just wanna insert little Hawaii vegan spots for you if you wanna try it out, but It was a really fun week and i did everything for myself and it it brings me to this epiphany that everyone has their own unique version of what fun and spontaneity looks like for them my version is trying new food and doing things by myself for other people it could be something extreme like skydiving or something like hiking, and same goes for stability and grounding. My version is probably more extensive than others. I have a two to three hour morning routine I try to do every single day when some people only have or need 15 minutes. So try not to compare your needs to other people's because it takes your focus away from your inner well being. And this is also how you avoid FOMO. When you honor your desires and only entertain the ideas that bring you joy, you focus more um, on doing things out of love instead of lack. So I'm personally just accepting more and more the pace that I take my life. I enjoy slowness and solitude, and there's nothing wrong with that. And I've also come to the realization that all I want right now is domestic bliss. For the past two years, I haven't stayed in one place for longer than four months, and it's hard consistently hopping from place to place and not truly having a home of my own to come back to. So all I want is to move in with my partner into a nice apartment and have cute cookware and film wholesome videos of me baking cinnamon rolls. And that's actually going to happen in a few months, and I'm ecstatic and just really excited to find furniture and decorate and do DIY projects. Took a while to come to terms with the fact that that's what I want. Part of me was like, you should want more, you should have these big dreams. And of course I have desires outside of having this long-term apartment, but this just ties into how manifestation culture is telling us to seek more and more because there's abundance available to us, which is great. Um, But just because all of it's available to you doesn't mean you need to want it. So don't get me wrong, I'm glad people are learning about the agency that they have over their life. But I noticed that for myself, that there's this little voice in my head that sometimes says I should want more when in reality, all I want is to create a cozy space for myself. It's really all about deep emotional fulfillment right now, and I hope that you can find that for yourself in whatever form feels right to you. So as we come to a close of this journal entry, I want to leave you with a question, uh, which is what feels emotionally fulfilling to you right now and how can you honor that? Really plan out a section of your day or even after listening if you have time to reflect. Ask yourself if you're living the life that you want, if you're living it the way that you want. Focus on what's working and what's not. See if there's something that needs to shift. And make a decision to change just one thing to get closer to having more fun. So I will leave you with that. Make sure to follow Star Notes to stay updated on when entries are released. You will find me at Vitaly Girl. V I E T A L Y girl on Instagram, and I actually started a new account called Star Noted that has more dreamy introspective content in the form of cute graphic designs. So check that out if you want. And the next entry on Star Notes should be coming out next Monday. But until then, keep investigating, and I will talk to you next time. Bye.